The Bible Study Podcast, episode 377. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Psalms with Psalm 36. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We're going to study Psalm 36 today, another Psalm of David. This one may be familiar to you. If you've ever heard the praise song, Your Steadfast Love, it borrows very heavily in the first verse from this psalm. The psalm goes like this. I have a message from God in my heart concerning the sinfulness of the wicked. There is no fear of God before their eyes. In their own eyes they flatter themselves too much to detect or hate their sin. The words of their mouths are wicked and deceitful. They fail to act wisely or to do good. Even on their beds they plot evil. They commit themselves to a sinful course and do not reject what is wrong. So David starts this particular psalm with a message from God, he says, concerning all of those who are evil. And I don't know that he describes a personality here that is necessarily intentionally or consciously evil. See if you agree with me or not here. He talks about people who flatter themselves too much to detect or hate their sin. And I think what he is saying here is they're not necessarily thinking of themselves as evil. They're not necessarily even, even though later on he'll say plotting evil, I would say they're not necessarily even thinking I'm going to go do evil today. But what I see is in their own eyes, they flatter themselves. In their own eyes, they think of themselves as so important. And that's an interesting thing. In the society in which I live, in North America, in the U.S., we spent a lot of time here over the last 20 years trying to make sure that every child had a good self-image. And I think that every child should have a good self-image, but not necessarily in the way that we were trying I think every child should know what they are capable of. Every child should be able to push themselves to doing more. Every child should know that they are important and loved. Completely with you there. But every child also needs to know, every person also needs to know that they are not the center of the universe, that sometimes they will lose, sometimes they will fall down, sometimes someone else will win the trophy, sometimes somebody else will get the promotion, sometimes it's not all about you at all. And I think the start here of all kinds of sin is when we think of ourselves as too important. They flatter themselves too much to detect or hate their sin. They don't understand that all of the actions they're about to do to build themselves up or to tear others down are out of alignment because of the importance they have placed on themselves. And then they go on and fail to act wisely or do good. Even on their beds, they plot evil. Now, I thought about the even on their beds, and why does it matter that they're on their beds when they plot evil? And I don't know about you, but in the morning when I wake up and I'm taking my shower, I have every intention that I'm going to get that work done that I need to get done, that I'm not going to eat too much today, that I'm going to get more exercise today, that you know, when, I'm, when I wake up in the morning, that for me is the part of the day where I have the best intentions. I've just had a good night's sleep, hopefully, and today is going to be different. And yet he's saying, 
even on their beds, even in the morning, even in the best part of the day, they commit themselves to a sinful course. They don't recognize what is wrong. They don't reject what is wrong. How do we tell when our actions are adrift from God's plan? One is we spend time in the Bible as we're doing here so that we can get some chance for course correction. We spend time with the people of God. This is Sunday morning as I record this, and I'm going to be heading off to church here in a bit. And that's something I don't want to neglect because spending time with the people of God, hearing the word of God are all those ways that we have for course correction. But then I think we also examine our choices and our actions as we have them. And I think the unexamined life can go adrift. And I think part of what we're seeing here, as David is describing these sinful people, these wicked people, I don't think that always starts with intention. I think sometimes we drift into sin. And then the reason why I wanted to do this particular psalm starts here in verse 5, and that is the part that's used by the praise psalm, your steadfast love. Because David suddenly switches tone and says, your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains, your justice like the great deep. You, Lord, preserve both people and animals. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Wonderful sense of praise here as David looks up and regards the faithfulness and the righteousness of God and the intention of God to build and preserve and to love and to protect. But what is it doing here in verse 5 of this psalm? What does it have to do with the sinfulness of the wicked, which David has just talked about for four verses? What does one have to do with the other? I think David is looking down and seeing those who have fallen into sin, and then he is looking up and he is seeing God and seeing the wonderful, gracious, loving God who he knows. And I don't know if that's the love that David thinks is keeping him from being like those people. But I think that part of Remember, part of their downfall was from them flattering themselves too much to hate their sin. And I think that as David looks up, he gets perspective. He gets perspective on the faithfulness and the righteousness of God. As we regard God and all he has done for us, doesn't that pull us in the right direction? Doesn't that change our focus, our perception, our context for our lives? To realize that that person who cut us off in traffic may just be having a tough day. Yes, they may just be an idiot, but maybe they need our love and our prayer rather than our condemnation. That that person who got that promotion when we didn't get it, that all of those people that we contend with, all of those people who we see who are self-absorbed and self-centered, that we could be like that person if it weren't for the love of God. I don't know if that's why David puts that in here, but I have to wonder. But it is good for us to remember, to look up from time to time and see the love and glory and righteousness of God. David continues and ends this rather short psalm with, Continue your love to those who know you, your righteousness to the upright in heart. 
May the foot of the proud not come against me, nor the hand of the wicked drive me away. See how the evildoers lie fallen, thrown down, not able to rise. I pray this week that God would continue to love you, and I know he will. I pray that you will continue to look up to him, look up from whatever circumstances you find yourself in to see the love and righteousness and faithfulness of God, a God who preserves, a God who protects, and a God who loves you. With that, we'll end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Scripture and brain science agree. Meditating on God's Word transforms us and reduces stress in our lives. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast. And each week I give you space to hear God's Word, listen to the Spirit, and pray about what's on your heart. And then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.